Go against the all you gotta know he Tony Danza That's B-Rob, he the boss, MC God Give you what you want every week with some deep dive Revise everything you know about this podcast We're trying to take over the world with this podcast We're hitting your ears every week with the monsoon We're broadcasting the SoundCloud to iTunes The Twitch screen say random, what you gonna do? The Twitch screen say random, what you gonna do? Subscribe, like, share Listen to the Random Ramblers with Rob podcast if you're listening right now, you're welcome. What up, everybody? It's your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. Guess what? You're in store for another taste of retro. That's right. Uh, I was all in on not re-releasing episodes but but there is a caveat uh there are episodes of other people's podcasts that i have been on that i don't think i've ever i think i've promoted it on this podcast but there's been no audio so i don't know if you've been over there to listen to it but i have some interviews that i have done that uh i'm gonna re-air for you today uh, it's Monday, early in the a.m. I just got off of work not too long ago. I got buku shit I need to go take care of. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of what it is. So I do have a couple of announcements before I get into this flashback episode from two years ago with the homies from the Small Town Mentality podcast. Uh, the sponsor, Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. You can go to hooksrub.com and get 20% off your order if you use promo code random. I lied. It's not 20%. It's a 15% off your order. I'm sorry. 15% off your order if you go to hooksrub.com and use promo code random. But wait, there's more. Not only am I, are we sponsored by Hooks, Rubs, and Spices, Spices, what the fuck was that? Hooks, rubs, and spices. But we have a new sponsor, uh, kind of a repeat for me. But as uh, the boys of RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk, we are now uh, affiliated for, with Manscaped. You can go to manscaped.com and you can get 20% off your order and free shipping if you use promo code RBR Shave. That's Romeo, Bravo, Romeo, shave, not save. So I got to do it all phonetically for you. It's Romo, Romo, Tony Romo. <laughs> now it's Romeo, Bravo, Romeo, Sierra, Hotel, Alpha, Victor, Echo. I hope I spelled that right. So RBR shave will get you 20% off your order and 
free shipping on manscaped.com. So you can go ahead and get the lawnmower. You can get the freaking beard trimmer, nose hair, the ball toner, the whole nine. Anything that you purchase off of manscaped.com, you can get 20% off your order if you use promo code RBR Shave. So yeah, happy to have uh, Manscaped back on the train. Groom my, my bits and nuggets and all that other cool stuff. But yeah, I got shit to do. I appreciate you uh, for listening to my random ramblings. And uh, here is me on somebody else's podcast talking some shit. And I probably don't even remember half the stuff I said. So it'll be uh, like it's new to me. So take a listen. And I'll see you next time. This week instead of Facebook. Oh, yeah. There's something wrong with society. Another media casualty. Well, here's a dose of reality. Pop down mentality. Perfect. Welcome to Small Town Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Ben. Randy is. No, I'm not. Here. I guess for today, we haven't had a podcaster on in a long time. So we're going back to the roots. And I asked people to tag uh, who they wanted to see on the show. And Mr. Rob from Random Ramblings with Rob was one of the tagged folks. So we're having him on tonight. And he's a podcaster. I've seen him around Twitter and in the, the podcast world. So we'll get to know him tonight. How's it going, Rob? It's going, you know. <laughs> other, other than the world of Twitter, you can find me in your local Walmart. Okay, what do you do in Walmart? Shit, just bullshit. <laughs> Look at things that people uh, left in um, the alcohol aisle instead okay. of uh, getting food or whatever. Decisions were made here tonight. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a whole butt roast just sitting in the alcohol aisle. You know, somebody made the effort to come into Walmart, go into the meat section, grab this big giant butt roast. And walk down either. I mean, it just depends on which side you come in because you know you can come in on either side. So they either walked all the way to the end of the alcohol aisle and put the butt rolls down, got something to drink, and left, or they just walked in a couple steps, put the shit down, and got something to drink and left. So, you know, decisions was made, just like you said. I mean, sometimes you only got 20 bucks to get you to the rest of the week. You know what I mean? Uh, man, yeah, you're right. I mean, as I sit here and drink my. My alcoholic beverage in my glass. Tonight's episode is not sponsored by Surge, but I wish they fucking would. Man, and we're not on. We're not on YouTube this time. We're we're streaming on Twitch and yes, Facebook. Twitch. Okay. No, no Twitch and YouTube. No Facebook. Okay, so we're on YouTube. Okay, and this episode is also not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. You could be hearing about the awesome console level graphics of Raid Shadow Legends, but you want you will not hear that from us because they are not sponsoring us. True. Are you trying? I don't understand. Like, okay, so you do that a lot when we're on YouTube, and I don't understand if you are saying like Every, as, as a joke because everybody has Race Legends Legends as a, a sponsor, or yeah. if you're trying to get them Every, as a sponsor. Every few weeks, if you follow any YouTubers or whatever, uh, they have the same sponsor. I don't know what happened. It's like they take turns just sponsoring everything. Or I, the I get that. Sponsors but, take turns with. You know every channel, but I'm I thought saying you, I thought it was just like an ad that play on your videos or something. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it's just a paid promotion. But the way that you're promoting them 
Yeah. It makes it sound like you kind of want them to be a sponsor. I, they, I, they want. It's true. I mean, they want money. I ain't gonna get mad. Yeah, but, uh, speaking into existence sometimes. <laughs> a twenty is a twenty. <laughs> Mostly, I'm just clowning on how it's always the same people. Like you know, uh, Dollar Shave Club's another one. Dollar Shave Club. One week, every YouTube video, no matter what channel it's on, is sponsored by Dollar Shave Clubs. The next week, it's Ray Chatter Legends. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I almost feel like that shit is almost like a pyramid scheme and everything. It's just like, and and also, it's cheap advertisement for the um, the manufacturer or whatever. Because, hey, we'll give you some product if you do X amount of shows plugging our shit. I mean, free advertising for them, they ain't really losing nothing. I mean, they give away free product. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. Who would steep solo to get free products of stuff? Fucking I mean, Ben got there first. Yeah. <laughs> and say that is just horrible. The people I, are horrible and the products I, are horrible, unlike Spunk Lou. I don't know it's why you would ever want people to send you stuff for your yeah. show. I mean, I love that all of our sponsors are penis based at yes. this point. <laughs> yeah. A freaking Spunk hey. Lou, goddamn Manscaped, Ball Wash. <laughs> We're also sponsored by a local vape shop, which is Vape Shop downtown Evanston, Wyoming. Um, I'm sponsored, anyways. I don't know if you've ever got anything from them, but Holly fucking you, loves me. Well, I, I can't vape. Okay, well there you go. Shit makes me. It's weird. I can smoke a fucking pack a day, but if I try to vape, it makes me sick. Yeah. Yeah. Vaping is it is for fags. So. Might want to read well, that's that. cigarettes. That's what they call cigarettes in England. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's just what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who would who would ever vape? I mean, it's the lamest thing you could do. <laughs> <laughs> I see your stick here. I see your gimmick. <laughs> is it? Is it a gimmick or, you know, all right, let's move on. We're like three minutes into <laughs> the episode and we've already cracked more jokes than we normally do. Uh, maybe it's the atmosphere. It's the atmosphere uh, Rob brought in. We, you know, he sat down and we were just like, oh, it's time to make jokes. He's I'm just sure. giving the joke vibe off. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I see what he does to Delvin on, on Twitter. Yeah, hashtag punch Delvin in the face. The last time before we were setting up the show, we had a conversation. We were talking about getting white girl wasted and dancing on tables and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got my white wine up in this glass right here. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> I said, pretty soon I'll be dancing up here with my banana and just doing white girl stuff. <laughs> uh let me see some of these questions. I did get, I don't know if we should start out with that, but let's see what Delvin wants me to ask you. Shenanigans is what it is. Probably. He said, um, oh, we talked about him being on the show next week. Ask Rob about his sexual escapades in the military. You won't regret it, he says. I mean, which one? I mean, does he got a specific one? I know I just had to bring one up out of the ether. <laughs> well, the thing I said was don't ask, don't tell. But Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> I could tell you anything. It's just, you know, I don't know. I got to think of a good one that I hadn't told already. I mean, obviously, the, uh, there was the story of me um, coming back from deployment, you know, my first one after 9-11 and um, meeting this girl and just being sexually intimate with her for over a month and a half, you know, getting to know a family and everything. They know who I am, yada, yada, yada. And um, then she introduced me to her husband. So that was an experience. Um, okay. But, <laughs> yeah, that was... Like, was I, she trying to get you guys to be friends? Because when you say introduce, it makes it sound like, oh, so, hey, this is my husband. 
So like I said, we've been fucking around for a month and a half. When I say fucking around, I mean like, you know, smashing and grabbing and all kind of other cool stuff. Yeah. So she told me to come to the house because she had a surprise for me. So I'm thinking lingerie, some crazy button naked candle wax shit, something crazy, right? And I walk up in the house. And like I said, I know them. I got to know the family over a month and a half. And um, her brother was there. Usually when I come to the house and the brother there, you know, he all, yo, what's up, man? You want to play some Madden? You know, he, you know, real energetic and everything. But I come in the house this day and he's just like all serious, like, yo, what's up, dog? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, what's, what's up, homie? And then there's another guy in there that I never met before within this month and a half span because this was the only lady that I was messing with because I just not only did I come back from a deployment from Iraq, I also was freshly divorced because my ex-wife cheated on me while I was deployed, got pregnant by another dude while I was deployed and, you know, a whole bunch of other bullshit. You know, that's a whole nother story. Okay. But, so this is the first thing that I latched on to after all that bullshit. And then I meet this other guy I ain't never seen before. And I was like, yo, what's up? Name Rob. Yada, yada. And all this shit. And uh, as I explained this moment in time, it was like a scene out of a movie. You know, as I'm dapping him up, introducing myself, I turn to my right over my shoulder and here come old girl out of the um, back room and everything. Fucking golden sunlight shines down upon the doves fly up in the air and shit. And she's just kind of coming at me in slow motion. I was like, oh, that's my baby right there. And then I go in for the hug and she walk right past me and go hug this motherfucker that I ain't never met before. <laughs> and she's like, yo, Rob, I want to introduce you to my husband. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right. Cool. And, you know, I've been in the military for over 16 years. And, you know, you hear the horror stories, you know, about PTSD and all this other bullshit or whatever. I personally never experienced that other than in that moment to where I feel like if I ever had any PTSD, that's when I, where I got it from, from that in instance right there. Cause you know, to, to go back before it's just like, I was cheated on, you know, I was done wrong and all kind of stuff. Now here I am fucking around with this guy's wife for over a month and a half raw dogging and everything. And all right, that's an episode title. <clears throat> Come on. You know, and this is like, I don't want to do that because I've had that happen to me and you know, I just don't do shit like that. You know, if I would have known I wouldn't have been in that situation. So the reason that I was introduced to her husband was because at the time I was also, I, I was single with two kids, my older children. So I was taking care of my kids by myself and she, she was babysitting for me essentially while I was at work. Okay. So her out in her excuse was to use that she was babysitting my kids and I was being introduced to her husband as the guy that kids that she babysit. So like I said, as soon as I got introduced to the husband, if you ever been drunk enough to where you black out and you don't remember shit, that happened to me. Somehow, some way from that instance of her saying, hey, this is my husband. I was sitting at the dinner table eating green beans and pork chops. <laughs> so I don't know what happened in that point <laughs> from there to there. And I was just like, and the next thing that I heard that kind of snapped me out of, he's like, so how you meet my wife? And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> 
And before I can fix my my face to tell a lie, she come out of the kitchen talking about, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, I seen him in the grocery store. He had these two small kids and, you know, he was struggling with them and everything. And I offered to babysit, got and help out and all kind of shit. So she had this shit all planned out, okay, you know, already. And I'm just sitting there with a fork full of green. He's like, yeah, what she said, you know. <laughs> so somewhere in here, you know, he seemed like he was agitating and whatnot. And he's like, so um, where you work at? I was like, oh, um, I'm in the military or whatever. He's like, oh, me too. I just got back from deployment. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so it's just like the same shit. I just got back from deployment a month and a half prior. He's just getting back to from a deployment now. And I'm like, fuck, what is this bullshit? And I don't know what else happened, but they went in the back and they was talking about some shit. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Maybe she was sucking his dick trying to calm him down or something. I don't know. But I took that as my opportunity to get the fuck out of there. So I leave. I get up. I, I get up. I go. I'm walking down the driveway and she come running up the driveway and she grabbed me by the wrist and turned me around. She's like, why are you tripping? What the fuck do you mean? Bitch, that's your husband. <laughs> you know, why Why am I tripping? <laughs> what, why you got me in this situation is, is the, the question, you know? So, yeah. Um, I tried to find somewhere else to put my kids as far as child care. And the day that I came over there, because she made us some, some other bullshit to my, I was paying her money, which I was not. I was only paying her a penis. So, <laughs> um. I went there, right there. Yeah, I went there to get whatever money that she fictitiously made up to give to him or whatever. And I was like, hey, I I found daycare for my kids. So you ain't got to watch my kids no more and everything. She's like, well, cool, because I kind of wanted to talk to you because, um, you know, I couldn't babysit them anymore. Anyway, I was like, well, no shit. Right. (laughs) And she's like, I found out that I was pregnant and I'm having some complications right now. So Uh it would be good for me to be you know, dealing with any kind of stress. So I was like, wait a minute. I've been fucking you for a month and a half. He just got back like a week ago and you pregnant. So the math is not adding up. I mean, unless his dick can reach from across wherever he was to here, you know, something is missed. So the last thing I said to her was, you have my phone number. You know why I live. If you need to tell me anything or get in touch with me, you know how to find me. And I hadn't seen or heard from her since 2003. So... I guess okay. <laughs> I've had a I've had a kind of a similar thing. I was always the other guy too, but yeah, I was dating this girl for a while, and then uh, I didn't see her for about nine months. She came walking into a restaurant. She had a a kid in a you know a little thing, and I go, yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I never talked to her about it, and uh, the kid's like twelve years old now. But I asked my wife, I was like, what would you do if that kid was actually mine? She's like, well, I guess we'd just have to deal with it. You know, it happened before you met me, and. She never told me anything, so we'll just uh, pretend like it's not mine. Yeah, well, that was 2003. I met my wife in 2008, and I think we got drunk and was sitting in the bathtub one night, and I just said it like in casual conversation and whatnot, and she's like, oh, you didn't tell me that. And I was like, oh, I just did. So, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what can you do, though? You know what I mean? If somebody come knocking on the door a couple years later talking about, are you my dad? I mean, I I told you got the warning. <laughs> Maybe she won't tell them until they're 16 or whatever. That happens a lot. Well, if you put it in the time frame, like right now, the child would 
be 17 going on 18, I think. Okay. Yeah. So maybe she'll tell him next year or her. Could be. <laughs> And I'll be good. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, my wife was pretty cool about it. She's like, I mean, what can you do? And just take him in. She's your kid. All right. Yeah. But going back to Rob's story, tell me about them pork chops. <laughs> oh. But they fried, they barbecued, baked. How, 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 tell me what's going on. I think they were baked from, from what I can remember. I mean, I know them green beans was popping though. Cause I mean, I had a fork full of them shits. <laughs> They're helping to keep your mouth shut. Seasoned just right. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta love one that seasoned it just right. You want to get out of lion? Green beans. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the key. Uh, Mr. Jody B. He wanted me to ask you about his huge balls. <laughs> oh. Some big balls? <laughs> I had some huge balls. I had surgery. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I had a. I forget what they call it. It's a vascular seal or whatever. It's just um, fluid that builds. Oh. Yeah, it's fluid that builds up down there in your sack, and it blows it up like a balloon, pretty much. So, okay, it wasn't the fact that it got big or whatever. It just made my balls hang and shit. You know, it was like I had freaking uh, oranges in a sock or some shit. It's just <laughs> my shit was hanging down. Especially, I was still in the military, so when we doing exercises and shit like sit ups and jump, my balls been hanging down between my legs. I sat on them at least once or twice, and I was like, "Wait a minute, we need so, to get this looked at." So, how was it getting into the getting in and out of the trucks? You sit on them? Yeah, at least twice. Because usually, <laughs> I mean, I'll just get up and I'll tuck them up, and then I sit down and <laughs> just drop I'm them. At, <laughs> I'm at the age now where I accidentally sit sit on my balls sometimes. I don't know. You might need to get that looked at because I mean I don't think you're at the age to where you should be having long danglies at this point. Well, you know, they've been stretched out a time or two. <laughs> Would you put your balls on the rack and shit and just fucking winch it down and stuff? Yeah. Medieval torture and shit. So, uh, in the military, I'm assuming you're halfway pro gun, at least. Oh, man, I. Well, I I just like, I mean, if you want a fucking gun, then just go buy it. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to ask what you had. I feel like most uh, ex-military or military have something that they carry around their sidearm. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm strapped at work all day. So, I mean, okay. it's part of my job. So, I, I carry a, a 40 caliber Glock all, okay. all day, every day. But personally, I have my own 40 cal because that's what I use to go to practice with. I don't use my... Um, my my service pistol that's what they issued me at work um i also have a nine mil i got a 45 and um i think that's it my wife got a, a freaking 380 we got a shotgun somewhere because i got little girls running around here and shit so we got i just traded my glock 19 mid compact in for a uh rock island 45 so i, I just know. got it i haven't got to shoot it yet See, I don't know, cause like, um, I wasn't really in the handguns until I joined the military or whatever. I mean, yeah. I, prior to I shot like rifles and other shit like that, cause I was in like Junior Deputy and ROTC and um, Dare to keep kids off drugs, all that bullshit or whatever. So we dealt with rifles and all kind of things like that. And when you initially get into the military, you know, especially the Marine Corps. Every Marine is a rifleman. So that's what we learned to, on the uh, M16A2. And then we went to the freaking M16A4 and shit. And 
So all I knew really was rifles. When you get to a certain rank or if you have a certain job in the military, your secondary weapon is a pistol. Mm -hmm. So I was with a unit to where I had the option to shoot the pistol. And then later on when I got, you know, the appropriate rank, my primary was a pistol. Because usually if you like higher in rank, you're not really out there busting rifles and doing other crazy shit unless you were the infantry unit or something. So they give you a little pistol and shit or whatever. I'm really so, digging the visuals, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if you guys aren't watching this live, you're missing out. I mean, he's really showing us what these things look like. I know. You got, you got to have your finger guns cocked and ready, man. I, you know, you, you can see my trigger control right here. I ain't, I ain't got my fingers on the trigger. I ain't going to do no negligent discharges. Yeah, I, I was never in the military, but I grew up in Wyoming, so I had a 22 in my hand since I was like seven years old. That's just yeah, that's the way things that. are. Yeah, it's just the way thing, things are over here. Yeah. But yeah, I just uh, also a couple months ago, I bought a Ruger um, AR 5.56, so that's mm -hmm. been fun. Yeah, I didn't really yeah. get into like the, the Glock thing until yeah. I got on with this job that I do now, and I just kind of fell in love with that because, I mean, it's a comfortable pistol for me, so... I, I'm, I guess I'm a hoarder and a collector at the same time. Yeah. So my, my goal right now is to get every caliber of a Glock that they okay. have for purchase. So I'm going from, they got a 22, oddly enough, and I'm going from there all the way up to, you know, whatever. So yeah. I have each caliber of the Glocks in my collection. Yeah, I had a 14, 19, uh, 9 millimeter. Word. Yeah. So, so it was yeah. all right. I liked it, but I saw that uh, Rock Island, it was a World War II replica, 1911-45, and I just, I wanted it for a really long time. I was like, you know what, I'll just trade this in. Yeah. And then yeah. after I uh, complete the Glock collection, I won a 1911. So, I mean, I, I, I just like how it looks. It's fucking cool. And yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen a lot of customization, especially they got a... Um, Change uh, your grips out and stuff. Yeah, cool. they got a shop out here called HTX Tactical. And they do some crazy ass customizations and everything. I got a guy that I served with in the military. If you look him up on Instagram, his name is Black Rambo. Okay. And he has like buku guns and everything. And he works with those guys here at HTX Tactical and here in Houston. And I went there and supported him because he got his own line of uh, ammunition for nine mil. So I went there to give me some nine mil. And I walk in there, it's like fucking Call of Duty and shit. They got gold <laughs> fucking AKs on the wall and shit. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Red shit. And camouflage and um they got a shotgun in there i think it's a, a caltech 12 or something it looked like a damn shotgun out of fucking halo or some shit and my yeah. wife <laughs> that's cool randy you're not into the gun talk well i'm from south carolina <laughs> so i'm not really comfortable firing a firearm sober you know, it's, we, yeah. that's not how we do it. You got to get that fucking you know, moonshine in you. And then we, uh, when we get too inside on podcasting or, or guns or truck driving, Randy's kind of out. Because <laughs> I do that sometimes. Sometimes I'll just go off on these rants on guns. or. I, I am I'm very familiar with South Carolina. You know, I was stationed there for many years and everything. And I, Jackson? Or no, wait. You said uh, Marines, right? Yeah. Um, I was down there in uh, Beaufort, not too yeah. far from Hilton Head. So I did, I stayed down there and um, since that part is so close to fucking Savannah and all this shit in Georgia, that's where I met my wife at. <laughs> yeah, I grew up uh, about 45 minutes away from Bragg. So. Oh, okay. My dad was 82nd. So. Bragg was a blur for me because I went there and then I got drunk and then I don't remember nothing else. So. 
I thought, I thought for a second you were going to go into another drunk story or something. Well, unfortunately, I don't remember. That one was drunk and I just went back and laid down and then we left the next day. You have to do the Hunter S. Thompson thing where you just strap a tape recorder to yourself and then get blackout wasted, try to piece together what happened the next morning. I know that. I mean, that's almost the basis for the hangover movies, right? (laughs) Well, to go kind of go back to guns, we had another question from Jody B. He wanted to know about the gun incident. That's what he calls it. The shotgun incidents. You're bringing up my greatest hits, man. That's what what you're (laughs) talking about, my big balls. I know he's asking. (laughs) I know he's asking Rob because if that question was directed at me, I'd be like, which one? The shotgun incident? (laughs) Well, I mean, mine has been heard before. I've never heard yours. Please do tell. I I would like to hear. That's that, what I'm saying. I'm like, which one? Yeah. <laughs> I think the only one that comes off the top of my head is I'm about 15 years old. I'm a pain in the ass kid. And my dad thinks it would be hilarious to just stand right outside my bedroom window and just start firing off rounds from this 12 gauge Mossberg that he's got. <laughs> okay. Oh, that make you jam shit yourself. Roll out the bed. Like, especially me. I mean, it is like I've had artillery dropped not too far from me and people shot at me and all kind of other crazy shit or whatever. Motherfucker start shooting shotguns outside my window. I'm like, ah! <laughs> start rolling around and shit. When you say artillery dropped, it just made me for some reason think somebody was like uh, in a plane and just goes, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hot potato. Oh, happened. I'm sure. I'm sure it did happen. It actually happened off the coast, off the coast of like uh, North Carolina and South Carolina in the '60s. They literally lost a fucking nuke. Uh oh. They <laughs> accidentally dropped it. Thank God it didn't go off, and they fucking lost it. Yeah, that's somebody like must have lost the kill streak. That's why it didn't go off. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Play a lot of Call of Duty. I'm a Call of Duty guy, man. I play every weekend. Yeah, I, I, I play as much as um I have the time to play, you know, whatever. I, I just been fixated on trying to get th- this is where they fuck me at. Cause like I try to I'm trying to go through each class and get all the weapons in that class gold. So mm. I did everything for the assault rifle. Then I went through the SMG and then you know they do the battle passes and you know all the little achievements and shit. They start giving you extra assault rifles and SMGs and I'm like fuck you know I just finished all that shit now I gotta go back and do this one random one and shit and get that one gold and by the time I get that shit right I was like alright so I got the SMGs done I got the assault rifles done and the battle pack come out bam another SMG I'm like son of a bitch when am I gonna get to the LMGs and all this other bullshit the cool thing about the battle pass is once you buy it and you play enough then you don't ever have to buy it again because I give yeah, you enough like you only have to buy it once and it pays yeah. for itself after that yeah, they give you they give you enough credits to go for the next battle pass most of the time. There was even another one to where like you paid twenty dollars for it. They gave you twenty four hundred in fucking coins and shit. So okay. I was like, okay, it's kind of <laughs> like it's almost free in a sense. Yeah, we <laughs> got the squad. It's not free because you're paying real money for fake money. <laughs> yeah, we got the the squad. We got five or six people we play with every weekend, and we are the worst team that you could ever see and all we do is just sit there and go fuck shit god damn it and that's pretty much how our whole team plays we oh, just yeah. drink we drink a lot and then we just lose every game <laughs> yeah i mean it's understandable or whatever because I mean, it's, it's not so much like we not esports and shit we're not getting paid to play games yeah. it's just like i've been at work for fucking 12 hours and shit and there's some people i would have liked to shot <laughs> while i was at work 
But no, I'm gonna come home, play some Call of Duty, and do it here. <laughs> yeah, all those twelve year olds, man, fucking just rape us. Oh, getting raped by twelve year olds is not pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> In any sense of the word. True. Do you ever play uh, Apex? I'm, I'm way into Apex, too. I, I tried. I, I tried. can't get I just, just wasn't in. Too many, like it's too it. colorful. You know, I'd even try a Fortnite for a little bit. And it was just like. Mm, uh, never got into Fortnite. Randy likes to play RPGs, right? Mostly, yeah. Yeah. Which one have you been into most recently? Uh, probably Conan Exiles. Oh yeah, I got that. It was free. Um, yeah, games with gold or whatever. On the, I, the only thing I know of that game is like you can make the dude penis big or small. <laughs> you can't. Well, not in America. You can do that either on PC or if you're in a European country or something. Huh. But you can't do that here. We only got the tits. Of course, Europeans. They they don't care. I mean, they they got titties in their news broadcasts and shit. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. You're getting into my stand-up routine, though, with the Call of Duty, though, because... Continue. I'd like to hear something. Well, it's just, you know, my granddad was 82nd Airborne. My granddad lied about his age and joined the 82nd Airborne Vietnam veteran. My dad was 82nd Airborne. My sister is in the Air Force, or was in the Air Force, excuse me. And my uh, my sister's in the Air Force. My cousins, I got one cousin in the Marines, one cousin in the retired Army. And I suck at Call of Duty. <laughs> I was gonna say, and I started doing comedy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of what drew me into it as well. I mean, I, I come from a similar family background. My father is retired. I got buku brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews and cousins because I'm I was born in a weird time frame in my family's history and whatnot. My mom was turning 40 when she had me. My daddy was already 50. So my brothers and sisters before me were already adults and had kids and the life and the career and shit by the time I come around, you know? So it's like the youngest, I'm the youngest. I'm 38, about to be 39 in March. And um, the youngest brother above me, the youngest child above me is like 50 something. So, (laughs) you know? So I never grew up with anybody in the house and I grew up with my cousins and nieces and nephews who some were older than me and babysat me when I was a kid, but they were still my nieces and nephews and cousins. Yeah. You gotta love it. You gotta love it when you get those hand-me-downs from your older siblings and there's a bunch of like old Great Depression clothes. <laughs> <laughs> See, my brother, um, he lives here in Houston as well. He has a son... <laughs> my nephew who is one day older than me so in my mind later years later to put that in perspective my mom and dad and my brother and his old lady was fucking at the same time and she mm-hmm. and i was like okay <laughs> i don't ever want to picture that i don't know why i pictured it but that's how I, that's the only thing that's the only way i can quantify this i have a nephew that's one day older than me like by hours it's just like he was born that night, and I was born that morning, or some shit like that, or reverse one of them two. I don't fucking know. But I grew, I grew up small town, middle class, so my parents are divorced. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like everybody's parents was divorced. At the time. Well, see, I mean, mine, mine were are old school because they fucking yeah. old and shit. Mine is uh, what my mom's seventy eight now, and my dad's eighty eight. 
So they grew up in the times like you get married, you stay married through thick and thin, yeah. yada, yada, yada. So they they suffered <laughs> this whole time because of me and shit. You know, it was only okay. one point in time in my life to where like my mom actually came to me. She's like, hey, we might be getting a divorce and we want to know who you want to live with. And I was like, uh, um, can I finish playing this Nintendo real quick? Can I think about this? <laughs> My parents waited till I was 18 for some reason. They hated each other for 10 years before that. It's like, yeah, we, we got it. My mom's like, we might get a divorce. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So uh, and then, go ahead and do that. And I would not understand that. I mean, I'm 18. I, I have the legal right to go on my own way and forge yeah. my own path in this world. And I was like, you you as a parent, you really don't have too much more of a responsibility. I mean, you don't have yeah. to really take care of me no more. I'm my own person now. So it's just like, now nah, I'm going to go be a hoe or a gigolo now because i don't have no kids to take care of i can understand (laughs) my parents divorced when i was like three so i can't picture them together (laughs) yeah i don't know what's better man because like i said we grew up with them you know just hating each other for 10 or 10 11 years so i don't know what was better to have it done and over with before we can remember or have them for as long as you could i mean yeah it's a weird situation because like I, we had that talk to where like we might get a divorce who you want to go with and then it was like uh you know we're gonna stay together for you i was like wow wow thanks a lot i have been with uh emily my fiance uh, i've been with her longer than my parents were married okay so but we still haven't gotten married because every time I think about doing it, I just think about, you know, my mom's divorced twice. My dad's divorced three times. Do you want me to officiate for you? Uh, well, you got that universal life certificate? I can get one. It's fine. I know. I was thinking about that just because because I hear Kevin Smith talking about it all the time. And I looked the shit up. I was like, 150 bucks? So I can Imagine, marry people? Wait, 150 bucks? Or something like that. I don't know. Imagine. Okay. So during this time we're living in. And everybody's doing stuff online. Could you marry people via podcast? I imagine you could, because I mean, the, just like, like I said, Zoom marriage. I think the main thing would be the signatures on the wedding certificate. Yeah, okay. it's, um, all you have to do is go to like a courthouse or something, and get the certificate and whatnot, and then yeah. um, you just have to have the ordained to sign off on, it and you get to go. Do a podcast. I've heard it plenty of times on a podcast. You know, Kevin Smith and them—they do it live yeah. from Babylon or whatever. Fucking, they'd be having people. Could you marry us? It was like, yeah, sure, let's do it right now. And they bring the certificate up, they sign it, and then motherfuckers is married. Huh. Yeah. So I, I officiated my sister's wedding. And I have to phrase it like that because when you have a southern accent and you say, I married my sister, people get yeah. the idea right off the bat. That's what I say when I, I said my grandpa married us all the time. But you'd be like, where on the doll did he touch you? <laughs> you guys are really missing out on these visual gags. <laughs> Audio listeners. Um, but yeah, I'll marry you guys. Okay. I don't know. Bigamy in some states. I don't think a polygamy if it's more than one. True. We'll just go to Utah. It'll be fine. It's, it's oh, right yeah. across the state line. Apparently, it's like a traffic ticket over there now. I don't know. I think I think it might be fine with it. You just slap on the wrist be like, hey, only on Tuesdays. They literally changed the law, like, what was it, last year? Literally changed the law, making uh, the penalties against bigamy lighter. 
huh. in Utah. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, they brought polygamy back. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't even have a joke. I, how am I supposed to get a joke out of that? That's Utah. That's just that's just how, that's like right they, itself. That's like if they legalized boning your sister in Alabama. I mean, how the fuck am I going to make that any funnier? It already is. I know that you can marry your first cousin to say of California because my cousins used to tell me that all the time. What so they're they propositioning you and shit? You hear that? You hear that, California? You can make your first cousin your second wife. I think they were. But also, Utah just, like, what was it, like two weeks ago? They just ended slavery? Something what? like that? What? Yeah, they just passed a law that get rid- to get rid of that amendment on slavery. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if, they, if people still have had, you know, but they can't anymore, I guess. And I guess people were mad about it and voted no. Like, who the fuck votes no on that? Mm, racist. Yeah, <laughs> Slave owners. Oh, my God. People that have stake in it. <laughs> it was like, my first thought is, what the fuck? And my second thought is, well, better late than never, I guess. And yeah. my third thought is, like, that's why there aren't any black people in Utah. Could be. Well, I wouldn't go. <laughs> Shit. Well, well I, 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 I know some people that live in Utah. Matter of fact, the sponsors of the Random Rambles with Rob is Hooks, Rubs, and Spices, a Utah-based nice. seasoning company. <laughs> and you can get 15% off your order if you use promo code RANDOM on hooksrubsandspices.etsy.com. We talk shit about people, and that's why we never get any sponsors. True. Very true. <laughs> I just I just talked shit about Utah and Alabama in like the span of five seconds. <laughs> we might have to talk about some business after this. I wonder if you'll... If he's sponsoring more than one podcast, because we're pretty close to him. <laughs> Very well. Yeah. I mean, just you can probably actually go see him and shit. I'm just like, yeah, we're only 90 miles from Salt Lake. No good. Yeah. I, I live through text and email. <laughs> I used to live in Houston for like uh, three, four months, somewhere in there. Too many people, man. Yes. Um, Way too many I, people. When I moved, like five yeah, million people just in Houston alone, something like that. Yeah. When I moved here, we were the fourth largest city in the United States. And you I know. think now we've moved up to number three. You're gonna get keep getting bigger, Joe Rogan and stuff out there. Or are you gonna try to get Rogan on your podcast? I, I like that. to ask him no questions. Fuck that dude. <laughs> Fuck Joe Rogan. You're not gonna get the king of podcasts. What about, what about Tony Hall? Let, let, let's put it this way: I say fuck Joe Rogan because this is like, you know, I don't listen to his podcast and everybody bringing up like he podcasts Jesus and all kind of bullshit. <laughs> I don't see the appeal. Or whatever. That's just my personal opinion. I'm not saying that he's not great. He's just not great to me. I don't but, listen to any of the episodes unless he's got somebody I like on yeah. the episode. But but I'm like, if the motherfucker come on, if I have the opportunity, I you know, I'd be a dummy not to take it. <laughs> yeah. I just we I have to do it. We have to do a skit now. Okay. I know you've been talking about wanting to do a skit for a I'll while, man. We, we gotta do a skit. We gotta do a skit. Right, Joe Rogan interviews Jesus. <laughs> sitting there smoking out. so like you died for our sins yeah why would you want to do that i mean what do you think people should be accountable for hey have you ever tried dnt jamie pull that up yeah, jamie jamie pull that up <laughs> and you know i mean what, what would jesus response be? jesus response would be like well i mean i mean it was my father's plan you know all the all along to you know come here you know try to save your souls die for your sins and everything like that but how do you feel jesus <laughs> now jesus do you still need to use a strainer or can you just pick up the noodles with your hands i just picture jesus leaning back in his chair like oh holding the hand joke yeah that's real original <laughs> never heard that before yet 
But, uh, Rob's staying out of this. Yeah, he's like, oh boy, religious I Jesus. Mean, I, mean, I, got Jesus I got this Jesus tattoo on my forearm, and I apologize to him all the time for my debauchery. So I'm like, hey Jesus, I'm sorry. <laughs> trying real hard not to go to hell here, but at the same time, I'm trying to make jokes. I got to walk that yeah. tightrope. Uh, what about Tony Hawk? Since we mentioned Captain DMT, we got to. Mm-hmm. Every episode we mentioned Joe Rogan and Tony Hawk for sure. some reason. So, I just recently purchased that um those remastered games. Dude, they're fucking awesome. Yeah, I love them. I I just got them too not so long ago. See, and I only did it for nostalgia purposes. When the games exactly. originally came out, when I when I first got them and shit, it was just like I sucked at them then, and I don't know why I thought I was, anything was going to change. <laughs> you know, now it just looked pretty now, and I still suck. You know. Cheat codes. I use a lot of cheat codes. And then the same thing as well. Um, I started, we talked about it before, you know, you know, getting into different parts of social media, like doing Twitch and other things like that. I bought an original Xbox, the OG, number one. Mm-hmm. Not Xbox One X or whatever the fuck. No, the OG, the number one, the first one. And I bought uh, Blitz the League, you know, the football game. And I wanted it because it was a good story attached to it or whatever. But once again, I fucking didn't realize how much I sucked at it then in thinking that it was going to change because it came out in 2004. I sucked at it in 2004 and I hadn't played it since then. Then I get it on this original Xbox because the bitch was only $3. And then I put it in here. I was like, oh, I went the first couple of games. And then we, we escalate and getting deeper into the league and I'm getting spanked every five minutes and I have fucking recorded proof of it on Twitch and I feel like an asshole. I was like, why Why did I get this game? Why did I get this game? You can see me fucking literally screaming at the game like, why did I buy this game? You know? <laughs> I got a original uh, Nintendo 64 and then um, my mother-in-law at their house in um, St. George, they have an original Xbox and we play a lot of... Uh, uh, Star Wars. They have like some of the original Star Wars games. Yeah. Fucking yeah, awesome. Old, Knights of the Old Republic and shit like and that. Me and my seven-year-old sit there and play for hours. Star Wars. Yeah, no, the irony of it, or there is an irony in that when I was a kid, I wanted to be a games journalist. Okay. Because it was just like reading you know, magazines like GamePro and stuff yeah. before websites and shit because I'm like ancient. But reading magazines like GamePro and shit, and I'm like, man, these guys get early access to the games. They get paid to write about it. They get paid to play these games. That would be so fucking awesome. And then I'm like, well, I can't be a games journalist because I suck. I mean, I enjoy I enjoy gaming, but let's be real. <laughs> you know? That's why we don't... We no don't, one's ever going to pay me to do it. That's why we don't Twitch stream our fucking Call of Duty every weekend. And, Although, I don't know if people would be... Be into just watching a group than if you were just successful at it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but then like, so I'm like, I can't be a games journalist because I'm not. I'm stuck at it. Nobody's gonna pay me to play video games. I enjoy it, but nobody's gonna pay me to do that. And I, mean, I watched it weird too because like cuphead level, level. <laughs> he couldn't get past the fucking tutorial, yeah. and I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> I could have been a games journalist. Yeah, well, it's it like it's, it's levels to that shit, man. Because it's just like you get people that's real good at, like you were saying that one motherfucker on Facebook that pop up in my feed every fucking five minutes with that Stone Mountain 84 or whatever the fuck his name is. You know, that guy. And then you have just the casual streaming. You know, people come on here like I know a girl um, named uh, Crystal. You know, she's a writer and everything and she has a Twitch channel. And she just 
play all the games on easy, you know, and you just enjoy the games for what they are or whatever, you know. So, I mean, people go there just to kind of interact and be casual and shit. I mean, you don't have to really necessarily be good or whatever. It's just more of having somebody to interact with, I guess. You Some know, of the funnest know. times I ever had playing video games was Halo 3. And you could play campaign online and they would let you have 16 players on campaign if you're playing online. So we do a legendary 16 players and we just race through the game, getting all the skulls, everybody's getting achievements. And you just like having tried to have 16 players go through like a doorway and stuff is insane. I'm just picturing like 16 <laughs> players just sweeping the area, just blasting every damn thing. Like that scene from Predator where they're cutting down the fucking trees with the chain yeah. gun. It is fun. It was a lot of fun. There was never enough vehicles for everybody. <laughs> it's great. I damn <laughs> Halo 2 was my shit and we would have when I doing we had two hour lunch breaks and shit so damn we would pack the OG Xbox in a bag and we would bring it to work every day and we had two 13 inch TVs just sitting in the, um, our storage locker or whatever and every day during lunch we would break them bitches out we get the fucking cat 5 cable and we mm-hmm. both of them up land style and we mm-hmm. sit there during lunch and beat the shit out of each other in Halo 2. And rank didn't matter then because I was in the military. It was like, I'm a freaking lowly ass corporal and shit. And I'm playing against a sergeant and a staff sergeant. Motherfuckers is like two and three ranks above me. And we all equal, just in here equally whipping each other ass, freaking butt strokes, sticky grenades, all this bullshit, right? And that's the rapport we had because of Halo. Now, there was one particular day that I kind of overstepped my bounds because I I knew the audience that I was with. I you know I know I could talk shit to these people. You know I knew not so many outside of this circle, but these particular people that we played games with, I knew I could talk shit to them. I knew I could say whatever the fuck I wanted, regardless of rank and all this stuff, because it was all love in this circle. So one day I bust in the office, I jump up on the desk, and I start. See, I start crip walking on the desk. I'm like, ha! I'm about to fuck y'all up in some Halo. And it was a motherfucker I ain't never seen in there before. He was not in our circle. I did not know him. And he outranked everybody in the room and everybody just sitting there like, what the fuck is you doing? And I jump down off the desk and I go back in my little cubicle or whatever. And he was like, that was a, you know, like a staff sergeant or some shit. And I was like, oh, fuck, I done did it now. What, the, what, the, what the, I can't take it back. <laughs> so, <laughs> But he didn't say nothing, and he, I never seen him again, so I guess it's all good. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, we never actually got to your uh, shotgun story. <laughs> I know. I was kind of hoping we, it would pass. <laughs> okay. No. I'm like an elephant over here. I don't ever forget. Up, I don't want to leave any, any questions, any queries and whatnot. But um, – <laughs> The shotgun incident. The only queries are on this side of the screen. Before you get there, man, I'm just picturing the staff sergeant. You guys playing Halo with the staff sergeant just kind of looking around the corner, making sure you're fucking them up. Because if you ain't fucking them up, after you all talk, talk all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> just got to make sure you finish the job. Oh, right. dude, we used to bring, I mean, just back in the day, like you were saying, where you just hook them all land style, we used to bring like these 16 port land, you know, and we'd hook up like eight or nine different Xboxes and TVs, and we just have like this giant Mong table. Uh, it was great, good times. Anyway, shotgun story. Yeah, I couldn't do that because I didn't have an Xbox or friends. Uh, shotgun story. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> but shotgun incident 
uh, in question. Um, the shotgun that I spoke about earlier when you was asking me my gun collection and whatnot. It's, mm-hmm. it's in the house somewhere. I don't even fucking know where it is. We moved so many times. It just stayed in the box somewhere. But it used to sit in top of the closet in um, one of the houses that we moved into and whatnot. And it just sat there, you know, never used, you know, occasionally dusted off and whatnot. And one day um, I just went in there and I was just going to clean it, you know. So I ejected the three shells out of there because when you get it initially, it only ha- it has the plug in there. So you can only put three shells in there. If you take the plug out, you can put eight. So when I first got the shotgun, many years prior, even preceding meeting my wife and everything, I, that's how long I had the shotgun. I forgot that I took the plug out. So in my mind, I'm thinking there, I, only, I still had the plug in there and there's only three shells in this weapon. So I eject three shells. One, two, three. And I get the cleaning and everything and whatnot. Weapon is not on safe. I see the red dot. And for whatever reason, I was like, oh, this is cool. I pulled the trigger. Boom! Shot a hole through my fucking nightstand mirror, through the fucking closet wall, and it just got caught, you know, in the back or whatever. You know, clothes got kind of peppered by the shell and shit. And I'm just like, fuck! <laughs> and then we had company downstairs, and they coming up and <laughs> Like, what was that? And I'm like, fucking cloud of smoke and drywall particles in there. I was like, nothing. We good and shit. Yeah. And then um, and it's fine because me personally, I can admit my fuck up because I did it. It was on me. I didn't properly check the weapon. You know, it just sat there for so long. I didn't do proper maintenance on it. It was my fault. I can wholeheartedly admit that. I was not mad that I shot a hole in my mirror. I was not a, mad that I shot a hole in the fucking closet wall and peppered up a couple clothes on the other side. I was not upset about that personally because it was a mistake. We all make them. I didn't hurt nobody. I didn't hurt myself. It's all good. The thing that I dreaded about the situation is my wife is a cop. At this point in time, she was a part of the narcotics team. So she was like an undercover cop. So I had to call her why she doing undercover cop shit and tell her what the fuck happened. So now I'm sitting here just like a kid, you know, I got bad grades and they called my parents and I did some shit at school. And, you know, I'm just waiting for my parent to get home from work and whip my ass. That's pretty much what it was. So I'm sitting in the bathroom on the toilet, not shitting, but like just sitting on the toilet. And uh, she walking there. She's like, and I'm just in there because I don't see her because I'm in the bathroom with the lights off, head down in my lap and shit. And I just see the light in the bedroom. I see a shadow walk by. She's like, what the fuck? Big asshole mirror just fucking disintegrated and shattered all over the goddamn place. And I'm just in there like, <laughs> make it quick. Make it quick. <laughs> so, yeah, I blew a hole in my wall and I destroyed my mirror, which we still have the fucking the dresser. We don't have a mirror anymore, obviously, because I blew that bitch the fuck up, but we still have the dresser and shit. My 10-year-old has that now. <laughs> I feel like that was a... I just picture, I just picture as you're telling the story, I just picture her walking in and you're like, what? There was a spider. <laughs> it was a big spider. I mean, you know what? I probably could have sold that because she is definitely afraid of spiders. And I was like, it was a big one. And I, I thought of you and I was just trying to save you. <laughs> 
It was big. It was hairy. It bumped a cigarette off me. I don't. That thing was, it was a fucking monster. I said, "You seen arachnophobia? It was like that. <laughs> you seen eight legged freaks? It was talking and riding motorcycles. It was doing all that shit." <laughs> oh shit! Uh oh! About to knock over the set. We're playing the drums next door. Um, I think that was all the questions we had for you on all the stories, but that's pretty good stuff, man. I appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> you can laugh at my pain. It's okay. <laughs> um, I was seeing if anybody wrote anything in. So, was there more questions? Or? No, I think that's it. You got any more stories you want to share with us? Well, I don't know. I have some questions for you, gentlemen. I mean, okay, go for it. Um, you said you've been podcasting for a little over three years now. I have. Randy joined me six months ago. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Word. I mean, wh- wh- how did you form and be Wonder Twins activating shit? I mean, wh- wh- where did this relationship come from? So, uh, a long story of small town mentality podcast. I started. Small town girl. <laughs> I started this podcast with a friend of mine, AJ. Uh, three years ago and then uh, some things happened and we broke up and then I went with uh, another friend named Austin and so we were all kind of in the same circles all those guys are uh, you know local comedians that do uh, local open mics and stuff and so uh, me and Austin just uh, in the end I got a new job and I started working nights and so our schedules didn't add up anymore so we just, it was like a mutual breakup on that one. And then uh, Randy's just around. <laughs> I go. So, I, so I've been on the show a few times before yeah. that. Yeah. Like I wandered in. You guys were doing a show at the bar. And I knew Austin before I met you. And you guys were doing the show up at the bar. Yeah. We did a couple of live shows at bars. And I just wandered in with my fucking beer and just sat down and started talking. Yeah. And then we had Randy on the show a few times after that. And then. They There's, tried to make me a producer, but that didn't work out because I couldn't shut the fuck up long yeah. enough to <laughs> just sit there and Jamie look that up. So I uh, made my way through all the comedians I know personally. <laughs> yeah. See, and, and that was and that was kind of the, the the stick for you because like his name started with an R, the other two started with A, so you don't have tr- you have a lot of trouble with a, people with A names like A. Yeah, sure. so that's just a yeah. quick observation for me. <laughs> uh. Me and AJ have since worked everything out, and he has uh, co-hosted a few times when Randy was unavailable, and sometimes he just comes on the show to hang out with me and Randy. Yeah, and then Randy kicks his ass after. He's like, motherfucker, you can't have it back now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, you sure you don't want it back? <laughs> so it's the opposite. He wants to do this shit on Friday night. I got other shit I'm trying to do on Friday night. Come on. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, do you do comedy as well? No. Nope. Not funny. We try to get him to. He's... Uh, <laughs> He keeps insisting that he's not funny. But. True. Hashtag not funny. Um, yeah, man, I've thought about it. I'm more, I'm more of a comedy fan. I think I yeah, don't know well. if uh, I don't know if actually joining the comedy world would ruin it for me or not. Um, I also don't know how to write any jokes, but I love comedy. You know, I listen to all the specials. It, it, I listen to all the podcasts. I watch all the shows. Like comedy is my life. Mm-hmm. It's not my life. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like how I am with music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love music, but can't do a lick of it, right? Um, I, what it was, I had uh, three, three guitars, the acoustic bass. And after 
buying all this equipment and shit, I finally realized that I suck. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, but it's not a bad thing, though. I mean, because at least you put in the effort, at least you tried and found out that that it wasn't for you. Because, I mean, usually when you get in a situation like that to where, like, oh, I wonder if I could have did this and this and this and whatever, and you have those regrets, but you have none because you pursued it and you tried and you, you failed. <laughs> so... You know, four, guitar, four like, guitars. I just remember the uh, kind of like this podcast, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I love how awkward awesome. it gets when I tell people the show sucks when they're on the show as a guest. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> completely lost I'm my train. Here, having fun that's what it is. Randy always comes after me sometimes, like, we got to stop saying the show sucks, man. Well, we got we to pick our moments when we say the show sucks. <laughs> you just can't. Yeah, especially like you know, you can probably point that point out whenever you talk about fucking your cousin or something like that. I mean, who hasn't in California, or you can make your first cousin your second wife? I I haven't. (laughs) I almost did, but I didn't. But (laughs) I did have a story for a long time that I slept with a girl that I met at a family reunion. That did happen. That's a true story. Yeah, but she was not kinfolk, right? She was not family. No, she was there with. her dad was dating my cousin and they yeah, all see, and that's that's kind of like the situation to where I was in where I almost fuck around with my cousin or whatever. I thought he was like a friend of the family. And I was like, oh no, nah, that's your cousin. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> hey, you wanna take a trip to California or <laughs> no? Oh. <laughs> I love that the drummer started playing right around the same time he made that joke, like he was giving you a rim <laughs> shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you need to pipe that in in the audio or whatever. You can make it a part of the show. Yeah. Speaking of rim shots, you want your dick to be clean before that happens. That's a rim job, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to uh, go to ballwash.com, get yourself some nuts, butts, and body wash, nut rub, cologne, and sack spray. And if you use promo code STMPOT at checkout, you can save yourself 10% on your order. See, that was a smooth transition, though. Not that, a smooth, that was a smooth lube, though. That was a smooth transition. You slid that right in, and if you want to slide it right in, you're gonna to want to use spunk lube. Fifteen <laughs> percent uh, save. Uh, promo code me no words good. <laughs> That's the promo code this week. Me no words good. Give me it no a shot. It might work. <laughs> More lube, less spit. That's I'm the promo code. Cousin. Anyway, well, you're not the only one. Um, <laughs> Like cousin high <laughs> every time every time we talk about our cousins i look up at rob and i just see the look on his face it's like this blake stare like nah i ain't about that life <laughs> nah, i was talking about your uh, your freaking spunk lube promo code i was like it could have been a uh, more lube less spit <laughs> yeah true anyways did you have any more questions for us about podcasting we can yeah, get we can, we can affecting you my man you know you're trying to do stand-up comedy or you're doing stand-up comedy and i know this pandemic has put a damper on a lot of public venues and whatnot i mean how has this affected you i just i quit performing and kept writing that's pretty much my whole thing you never tried any zoom shows or anything i could probably get you on some zoom shows i know people that host them uh maybe it's i up mean to you man just let me know I, I can get you in touch with some people that do uh Weekly Zoom shows and stuff. There you go. We opening up doors right now, man. The appropriate question that gets you the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, it's just been a matter of just keep writing, but stop. I also, uh, a friend of the show, um, 
I mean, the, the Hub Show. He said he was going to start doing like uh, sketch segments on his TV show. So yeah. I can get you in touch with him also if you were right. looking at sketch stuff. I'm really like the Jesus thing. That probably Joe Rogan Jesus. That's probably not going to be good for TV, but yeah. <laughs> so I mean, TV. other than the podcast or whatever, I mean, everybody has their reasons or whatnot. But what have you thought about beyond podcasting and whatnot? I know you. We were talking about before we started proper. You know about um getting into Twitch and doing more video content and whatnot. And you hear here you are looking writing notes, getting sketches and materials together, whatever, which is a good thing. I wish I took more notes. But like, do you see yourself doing anything else beyond this, like trying to get auditions for shows or anything like that and other stuff? This is pretty much it for me. I don't know about Randy. I'm just playing it by ear at this point. I mean, <laughs> I think that's the cruel irony of 2020 is the, all the comedy clubs are shut down. But you turn on the fucking news and these jokes write themselves. Exactly. Yeah, man, I just love podcasting. <laughs> it's what I do. I work, I hang out with the wife and kids, and I podcast, and that's pretty much what I got going on. Yeah. Randy, he's got uh he's got ambitions. I do. I don't know. <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> no, I, I try to encourage Randy as much as I can because he's a funny dude and he's always thinking of bits and uh, skits and stuff to do. But I try to get him to do it on different platforms and and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, last skit I was thinking of, and I know you didn't want to get political on this episode, but this is kind of in the ballpark. Okay, I didn't want to get like super into. Well, the it. last skit I was going to do was just to crack on all these campaign commercials. It's going to be me in different colored ties. <laughs> I come out for one and be like, "Hi." I'm Senator Motherfucker. My opponent, son of a bitch, is claiming that I did all this shit, and he's a fucking liar. You need to vote for me. I hate that motherfucker, and you should, too. That, that, almost, <laughs> that almost put me in the mind frame of that, way, like, who's on first and all that other shit. Yeah. <laughs> but Senator, just Senator, son of a bitch versus candidate motherfucker, and just go back and forth like that, like it's... You know, that's what they're, they're trying to say without saying it. Randy, you are something else. That's a, that's my yeah. word too. That's like one of my favorite cuss words, motherfucker. That yeah, was bring uh, that up right now. That was too inside. That was an inside joke. So I don't need. I didn't know if Randy wanted to get into it or not. He said he had more bits about body counts, but no, I, no you already brought up the something else shit, man. The fucking CNN poll, yeah, uh, listed instead of native listed everybody else except Native Americans, mm. and instead of Native American, it said something else. And we've just been running with this shit on Facebook, just clowning yeah. the hell out of it. Yeah, so that's, um, I'm just going to start telling Randy something else every time. Randy, you were, you were just something else. <laughs> so they literally put something else on the screen. They literally on said something else. Something else. <laughs> so it was like white, black, Latino, Asian, something else. Something else. <laughs> we don't know what. Well, you know what? I don't really know what you are either, Randy. <laughs> Still trying to figure that out. <laughs> What happened to just other? What yeah, happened? Right? That's what I used to say. I used to say I was a proud member of Czech other. <laughs> Something else. That don't even... Oh, man. <laughs> what were they thinking? Like, they, they knew this was going out on national TV. They knew that it was probably going to come back. I mean, I think somebody was, was not think, thinking about that. I think, like... Any inside information I can add is probably somebody was under the gun and they had no time to polish. They just had to get it out right now. Maybe. Because mm. so. the election 
uh, covering an election is just in fucking sane, dude. I'm talking like sleeping on the couch in your office, ordering pizza. You're not going home for the next three days, shit. Yeah. They had the one guy, now. Yeah, they had just, that was up there doing the analysis or whatever. He had the same fucking clothes on for three days straight. Yeah. And maybe somebody ran into the room with all the numbers and percentages and they go, no, oh, this one's blank. Why is this one blank? And they just ran out of the room. It's like, uh, fuck, something else. <laughs> But but yeah, we've been pounding on it on Facebook. Took the uh, scene from uh, Anchorman. No, not Anchorman. I can't remember the name of the movie. A good meme though. That's the one where John Trudell's like, you know, it's a good day to be. Uh, it's a good day to be indigenous, and instead it just says it's a good day to be something else. <laughs> oh, that's that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. you know. Tragedy plus time is comedy. Yep. <laughs> and then how do you think that's, that's going to be? Like, whenever we get to our new normal and whatnot, when people are more able to go out into the thing, I mean, especially you, Randy, man, like, how do you think the comedy scene is going to be? Because, I mean, there's going to be a lot of some of the same shit floating around, just different, you know, cadence and <laughs> delivery. I don't know. See, uh, there's a... Like I was saying earlier about the Zoom show, there's a lot of Zoom shows going on, but yeah. it's like hit and miss. Some people don't like them. Well, you know, so I don't know if that's a, so some comedians keep going or what. Yeah, some comedians, and I worry I might be one of these people, uh, they need the crowd. They have to play off the crowd. Yeah. Without that crowd, without that energy, they just fall flat. Mm-hmm. And I also love that the questions are coming my way from both you and Rob, and I have to piss like a fucking racehorse. So I got to concentrate before you. <laughs> But I can't. But I can't leave because that's a running joke that I have to piss in every episode, and I'm not giving. I'm not giving them the satisfaction. Got your uh, small town mentality podcast bingo cards. Randy has to pee. Put that down. We also Captain DMT. Yep. Mark that off. Tony Hawk Tony was Hawk. mentioned. Um, yeah. probably jerking off. I don't know if we got the jerking off. Well, you took rim shot. Made it the rim job. So Ben unnecessarily yeah. made something dirty. True. That's on there. Screw it. I'm going to pee. <laughs> be right back. Screw this. <laughs> Oh no! It's just me and Rob now. Look into my eyes. (laughs) Oh, um, what are you doing later? Um, might play some Call of Duty and die like how you was talking about earlier. (laughs) On Twitch, I I I don't know if that. Like I said, this is the first time we've ever been on Twitch. I don't know how to to use it. I don't even know how to get the Xbox to connect to it. To be honest with you, to be able to stream. Well, if you want to do it the easy way, I mean, Xbox has a native Twitch app and you can just run it through there. But um, unless you have you mean something else, Twitch app. Yeah. On the Xbox itself, <laughs> you can download the Twitch app so you can yeah. run it directly from the Xbox. The only thing with it is um, you might need a web camera connected directly to the Xbox or use uh, the freaking connect as your web camera. Like how you see everybody else do these cool overlays and all kind of stuff like that. Running it directly from the Xbox won't allow you to do that. Okay. But but if you're streaming it to multiple places, um, you can use overlays everywhere else except for Twitch because it's coming directly from the Xbox. If you're using um like a platform like um, OBS yeah. or anything like that, you can stream it from your web browser on Twitch to let's say YouTube and Facebook and your overlays and everything will show on YouTube and Facebook, 
but since your source is Twitch, the overlays and all that stuff won't show on Twitch. So I guess we can get, we can do some, uh, what's it called? Uh, inside baseball podcasting. Word. Uh, you said you've been podcasting for uh, six years. Have you ever always had like the same name? Because I know a lot of people like switch names and switch platforms and all that stuff. Um, I've switched quite a flu, few, flu, <laughs> few flu. platforms as far as um where I upload my podcast. But yeah, a one has always been the random rounds with Rob. As far as Brandon goes, that has changed over the years. It went from yeah, stupid ass R R R P C and. PC stood for podcast, which is one word, but I don't know why. I just wanted my hashtag to be different. So you're not politically correct then? Yeah. I'm not <laughs> yes, we're not rambling, <laughs> rambling about PC shit. Um so I changed that to three R show. And once I found that hashtag and I, the freaking the Twitter username was open, I just switched everything to three R show. I mean, it's still the random rounds with Rob, but as far as promotion and social media, everything is three R show. So that's the only thing that's really changed. Yeah, we've been a uh, small town mentality podcast since day one, um, but we've shortened it over time. Same as you, just STM pod on, on everything. So it's easier. Everything was available. And then um, our branding has changed quite a bit from when I first started. And it was just like, you know, cartoon pictures of me and AJ into like a logo and all that stuff. It took us a while to to find all our things. So you you feel confident in the one that you got now because you're the one that got the tattoo on your arm, correct? Yeah. Whoops. Yep. Um, I don't know if I feel confident. <laughs> no, <laughs> Bad time to decide that now. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think we should change it. Um, you want to change the logo after you got it tattooed <laughs> on your arm? Yeah, yeah and you did that live, correct? Yeah, that was that was an episode. We we should probably keep that for a while. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not the first person to get their tattoo or their podcast tattooed on themselves. Um, but now I feel obligated to do the show every week. So, yeah, and I, I kind of feel the same way as well because this podcast didn't start out as like you know a, I say a traditional podcast. Like we, uh, I intentionally went out to like, hey, let's make a podcast. Let's make it a show and have skits and do you know i didn't it wasn't meant to be that my podcast was originally supposed to be like almost a memoir of my military service and shit you know i would talk to people that i served with and have them come on and tell stories about their time in the military and me tell stories like the, the fucking bitch that might have a child for me somewhere and you know just different stuff like that because originally even before the podcast concept came into play i was going to write a book doing the same thing and I listened to Kevin Smith and all these other different podcasts and I enjoyed it because they would just talk with their friends and just bullshit around and stuff. I was like, man, I do this every day. I bullshit with my friends and we talk bullshit every day. Why don't I just turn the recorder on and let them tell their stories in audio form? And I ain't got to sit in front of this bright ass screen ruining my goddamn eyes from all these Blu-rays from this goddamn monitor, which I should have my glasses on, but I don't. <laughs> and now trying to typey type type all this shit you know i was like i can just record it it'd be like an audio book or something yeah. like that, you know and then when i started it actually i pulled the triggers like hey i'm gonna do a podcast i recorded episode one and then from episode one all the way up until like maybe episode 
15. It was just me hanging with people that I work with, people that I knew. My wife on episode five, when I asked about the first time of her ever sucking a dick and just, you know, trying to fill it out because I was building like memoirs and stuff and getting people's experiences from the military. Then I retired. I got out of the military. So I wasn't with those people every day. And I lived that life for over 16 years. And I know how your free time and your family time is and work and all this stuff. So I, I felt like I was bothering those people ask them, hey, come do this little silly podcast with me, you know, earlier on. So that's when I started reaching out to random people, <laughs> you know. I just talk, talk, talking to strangers because oddly enough, before this podcast, before um, the last place that I was stationed at in the military, I had horrible debilitating stage fright. I could not get in front of a crowd of people and talk without fucking forehead sweating and losing my shit and all kind of things like that. And it was weird to say because I was in a position in positions in the military to where I led people. You know, I had people under my charge and I had to give them clear and concise direction. And you have to be able to be clear headed and be able to speak in front of people. That was different from like giving a curriculum or teaching a class or whatever, because I could talk to anybody. I can bullshit with the best of them. But to get up in front of somebody and speak intelligently about a specific subject and have notes and just like have a script, more or less, that scared the fuck out of me because people were dependent on me to pass information and be correct and fluent with it. And it scared the fuck out of me. And I couldn't do it. <laughs> I had a fucking mental episode one time. Um, I had to go to a career advancement course. And we had to do a 15 minute uh, presentation, 15 minutes. And I fucking broke down mentally. I was just sitting there like, uh, um, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, just like I couldn't get the words out. It's like I was trying to remember everything sequentially as I seen it on paper. And it fucking it just I, I blew a fuse up there. <laughs> and then I went to my last duty station, the place where I retired out of and my job of all things was to be an instructor, a fucking teacher, <laughs> you know, be in front of students and do the thing that I just said a couple seconds ago, I was afraid to do, but I had great teachers. So they broke me of my fear. They taught me how to teach curriculum and I got used to it because what you do is you learn how to do it properly. Then once you master that, you make it custom to you you make it more comfortable for you so you just twist what they give you to your your, your personality and your liking so i would incorporate freaking uh pop culture in there or i would just say some weird shit just to ease the tension in the class because when you think military and you got somebody up there fucking of higher rank teaching you know junior marines and shit you know they are attentive and they're fucking tense because they don't want to get in trouble and shit and i come in there i talk about titty meat or some shit like that and they're like the fuck he just say did he just say titty meat and they'll be like oh and then they're just kind of relaxed you see their shoulders kind of you know go down and then it's not as tense you see a smile healing here and there and then i was like i got you motherfucker now this is the curriculum and we talk about this we talk about humvees pmcs and all this other bullshit so transitioning from that to the podcast shit was easy because 
as you heard for this past couple of minutes of me going on this rant, I can run my fucking mouth, <laughs> you know? So it just became a thing. I just, what happened was when I did separate from the military, I got out of that environment. And the challenge was I've been this type of person for so long that I forgot what I was like before. And it was trying to rediscover who I was because you go to work every day, you wear the same shit every day. You do the same menial task every fucking day. You repeat the same shit every day. You, you yell at motherfuckers and tell them to do their goddamn job and all this yada, yada, yada. Every day is a singular minded mindset. It's just one thing over and over again for 16 years. Then you get out and you just released from that. And you're like, what the fuck I'm going to do? Because culture shock for me was like military. Weapon safety, other than my shotgun incident. <laughs> um, I'm going to this job that I got now, an uh, interview, and we're doing the weapons handling class. And they shoot, they just pointing the gun all over the fucking place. And I'm just like, tensed in the motherfucker, like, what the fuck are you doing? Because they don't teach us like that. You don't point the gun around in a room with motherfuckers in the room. You treat every weapon as if it was loaded. God damn yeah. it. So I'm on edge and shit. Like, this motherfucker just, I'm like, come on, dog. Let me point that shit over here, man. Come on. <laughs> You know, so it was things like that to get used to because it's like everybody ain't the military. Everybody don't learn like that. Everybody's not taught that. So I had to kind of like in certain aspects demilitarize myself. Then yeah, I was taught that, though. I mean, I, I don't know why that guy's pointing the gun everywhere. That doesn't make sense to me. either. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like a weird. I was never in the military and I was, you know, so I was it, also stuck in my head not to do shit like that. I mean, <laughs> even that, though, I mean. The thing about it is, military-wise, a motherfucker doing shit like that, you jump his ass, but hey, motherfucker, and then you just got people coming out of the trees like, yeah, you don't be doing no shit like that, you know? But here, it's just like, everybody just sitting around there like it's cool, like this this is normal. This is like what we do. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with (laughs) y'all? You know? Somebody needs to show that guy the scene from Pulp Fiction where John Travolta's waving the fucking gun around and talking, and he blows the guy's head off in the fucking car. Yeah. To his defense, though, that was a pothole. He hit a pothole. But, but, car didn't, car didn't hit no motherfucking bump. <laughs> but to your defense as well, even pothole aside, his finger should have not been on the trigger. True. Yeah. You gotta so, have that, uh, what is that called? Trigger uh, discipline. Trinket. Well, you have a finger discipline or whatever. Yeah. Um, finger discipline is with your old lady. Trigger yeah, discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the band's, uh, the band next door is wanting to get, get going um if there's ever a a, like promotion for a show i'd say that was probably one of the best i've ever heard that rant he did i mean go check out uh go check out his show where can people find you Uh, you can find me on twitter at 3r show you can find me on instagram at the 3r show because we just talked about motherfucking brandon a little while ago and some punk motherfucker on there has 3r show and the bitch ain't posted since september 15th of 2000 what no september 17 of 2015 sorry son of a bitch only two goddamn pictures and i want 3r show as my hashtag on uh instagram but it's not so it's the 3r show on instagram you can find me on yeah you can find me on twitch at uh 3r show uh freaking youtube 3r show and anything that I have forgot to mention social media wise or pertaining to the podcast, you can find it all on randomrob.com. 
Nice. I did not get that one. I should have put that in there. Uh, all of his links, I'll have him send me all the links over, and uh, I'll put them in this description and the audio description so you guys know where to find them. Um, Randy. Um, this podcast is not sponsored by Harry's, so you're going to have to buy your own damn razors. Uh, I got a with Harry's, man. Yeah. I, I, I buy them shits or whatever because they cheap. I've never, I've never tried. I've never tried the uh, razor by mail thing. But then again, well, I mean, oh, we they, they sell at Walmart. And Walmart is down the street. I just go buy them. <laughs> oh shit, that's right. They got Harry's at Walmart now. Get your Harry's at Walmart. They've always had Harry's in Walmart. <laughs> Anyways, I legally changed my name to Harry Man back after listening to that Tool song. <laughs> uh. <sighs> Uh, Randy Garner Humor on Instagram. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> on Twitter anymore. I mean, I still have an account, but I'm just, I'm never there, uh, especially during the election. Uh, I've also been a little bit gassy lately. And, Might be able uh, to see our Joe Rogan Jesus uh, on TikTok, maybe sometime soon. We'll see. I'm be looking for that one. <laughs> you got to come through now. We didn't, we have audio. And video proof of you saying about the skit, and you just plugged it again, so it has to come into creation. Who's gonna be Rogan and who's gonna be Jesus? I don't know. I feel like I'm too fat to be any either one of them. I just have to sit in as Alex Jones. <laughs> we could recreate an Alex Jones. Even uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Never Been Funny with one E. It would be fun to do the Alex Jones, Ben Shapiro, buddy cop sketch. That one. Uh, we are on S- at STM pod and all things social media. Um, that includes TikTok, Twitter, all the things. Go to dramacityproductions.com. Check out all the shows on the network like uh, Two and a Half Amigos, Kelsey Hudgens Show, and uh, lots more. I would should have a list somewhere. But I don't. <laughs> what were you saying? I say all the motherfuckers. <laughs> all the motherfuckers. Yeah, lots of good shows on the network. Go drumsteadproductions.com. Uh, each podcast has their own individual play, uh, page, so you can go and listen to their shows from their page. Um, and I think if, that's it. And if you want to support the show, buy some merch, show the world you've got that small town mentality. Yeah, patreon.com forward slash STM pod. We have an unreleased patreon episode that we recorded motherfucker <laughs> we never released it so uh if you go sign up to our patreon and maybe you will hear that one eventually <laughs> uh yeah that's it thanks for coming on it was fun yeah. it. that's true um okay bye 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 <laughs> until next week go fuck yourselves and-